Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. We've got this week representing Middlesex, Mark Smith. Hello, Mark. Hi, Charlie. Have you ever, have you ever been to Middlesex, Mark? Uh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, Love it. That's what, why I'm representing what's it. What's your favourite bit of Middlesex? Stains. Stains. <laughs> I live near Stains now. Do you? So actually, I, am, I feel like I am representing it today. Well done. Thank you. Well, you've done well. You've moved to Stains. On your team yeah. is Bob Mills. Ever been to Stains, Bob? I go to Stains very often. Do you? Yes, why? I go to Hayes. I'm all over those. Why do you love Stains so much? I love stains because it's like stains, but it's got an e. Oh yeah, it is lovely. So it's, isn't it? it's, it's one of those word. words that you can go stains. Ah, no, it's not. No, it's it's not just got name. a Nando's. It's got. Um, That's it. It's got a View Cinema. Oh, Macadies. Right. I mean, right. What else do you need? What, what I'm saying. What else do you, you need? Tourist Middlesex tourist board. Generally, yeah, yes. Today, yeah. <laughs> today representing and Ali Ross. Lovely to have you back. Lovely to be back. You're representing Aberdeen, but have you ever been to Stains? I've never been to Stains. You've been to Tannadice, but you've never been to Stains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moved off. No. What a shame. Bob's looking at me distraught. I thought you were going to go, I want to know, have you ever been to Staines? I thought you were going uh, down I was, that I route. went a different route. I okay. went a different route. Um, Tannadice scanned well, though. Tannadice was good yeah. for Paradise, wasn't it? I thought Who's that song by that I just referenced? I don't think it Anybody? Oh, I thought, you, I thought you were, you'd written it on the spot. No, I've been to Lena Paradise, Martel. but I've never been to me. Who is it? Lena Martel. Lena Martel. There we are. Do you like her? Do you like Engelbert Humberdink? I do, but not... Which I'm, we will I'm... find out in this episode of Glory Hunters. <laughs> Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that's a five-a-side kickabout for the brain. Our guests are given the opportunity to wear their team colours with pride and represent the club they've always supported. But who will throw their shirt to the fans at the end of the match? And who will be thrown to the Lions? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters. This week is a fixture with a bit of a difference. Russell Grant, in his role as patron of a number of Middlesex teams, previously represented the Middlesex Commonwealth with Bob Mills. Russell's away at the moment, but Bob is back representing the People's Republic of Middlesex (laughs) alongside team captain Mark Smith. Both excited, I can imagine. Oh, absolutely. I'm so proud to, to, to be following in, in the man's shoes because he is a legend in Middlesex Hall. And I just hope 
uh, I can do him credit. But he spoke to me and said that I win by 16 points. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know it already. Sagittarius. On the team sheet for Aberdeen is the Suns TV reviewer, Ali Ross, who's with team captain Natalie Sawyer. Hello, Ali. Charlie, lovely to see you again. Lovely to see you too. Natalie? Hello, hello. All right? Yes, all is well. Lovely to be here, isn't it? Yeah. Shame not to have Russell Grant, but we do have Mark Smith. Hello, Mark. Hello, Charlie. Thanks have you ever, for having me back. Have you ever predicted the future in any way? I, uh, I predicted that Derby County would go up in 2007, and they did. Did you? And I was over the moon, and maybe we'll talk about that later on. All right, OK, then. I've got a feeling okay. it might come up. Bob, you're deputising for Russell Grant today. Have you got a message to send out to Middlesex's own soothsayer? Well, then I shall, then I shall do my very best, because I have the great, greatest love and respect for, uh, for Russell. Oh, we're, yeah. stra we're a strange friendship. We've been, I've known him for over 30 years mm. since I started in this business. He's very nice when it started. And there are two fields that he follows. One of them is county football, Loves of it. which he is a legend. I mean, he was the president of Middlesex Football Council. He was the statistician mm. for many years. He's an absolute anorak, and I love him for that, and he's working at our door. Ali, so lovely to have you on the show again, especially representing Aberdeen. Very proudly. We won last time. I'm here. I've got another parking fine to pay. Oh, God. <laughs> well, actually, it serves you right, because last time I went to Aberdeen, it was so far, I didn't realise how far it was, and I had to hire a car to get there because I'd flown to the wrong airport <laughs> and on the way on, my and on that drive I got a speeding fine so you've got to watch for that it's now the, the Aberdeen parking fine sorry where did you fly into I flew into, I flew into Glasgow <laughs> it was two and a half hours from Glasgow. So, well, then you were speeding. If only took you two and a half hours yeah, to get to Aberdeen from Glasgow. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Not really interested in Aberdeen FC. Not really interested in the football with you. I'm more interested in what the hell is the masked singer? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what is it, Ali? An hour and a half. It's a big ask, but I love it. Yeah. I do. I want to know. It is. No, yeah, no one's leaked anything about it. But it's very, very good. It's very like Gloria. My favourite though is Ken, the judge, who pretends he knows everyone. Yes, it's very and, good. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have known Alan Johnson. He wouldn't have known Teddy no. Sheringham. <laughs> but he makes good. you believe, like, oh my, he's a legend. It's also brilliant. With that. It could be Tony Bennett. It couldn't be Tony <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> my, my favourite, I have to say, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, it uh, might be Brad Pitt. The you know? editing on it is sensational. <laughs> it's really sensational because every time they cut to the panel. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going, oh, Alan Johnson! Waving at Alan! Alan! They missed that little bit. So the scene is set for the Middlesex Commonwealth v Aberdeen. And to see all kick off, we thought, seeing as Ali is here, we'd get David Jindler to sing the theme tune to one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Stick a pony in me pocket. I fetch your suitcase from the van Cause if you want the best and you don't ask questions Then the brother, I'm your man And it comes from is a mystery It's like the changing of the seasons and the tides of the sea But he's the one that driving me bizarre Why do only fools in all seas work? La 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 <laughs> David Jindler there with the theme tune to so Only Pools and Horses. It's lovely, lovely, wasn't it? You melted a bit there. I did. Natalie, you liked him even more. Mm. I lost it there. You know, did, we I lost that. I was lost in the moment there. But that was his second that language. Let's him. remember that. I know, it's fantastic. That was David Jindler. Here's the question. Can you tell me in a career that spanned from 1985 to 2002, how many goals David Jindler scored? 
It's sealed bids, so while both teams confer, here is a short musical interlude. Right, I've got both answers here. Let's find out what they said. Uh, Natalie and Ali, you said 111 goals. Yeah, we weren't sure there. Bob and Mark, you have gone for 79. The answer is 81. Nearly spot on. Fantastic. So that means the Middlesex Commonwealth, you will kick off next as both teams try and convince me that they are the biggest here today as we do this. My club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger than your club. We want each of our guests to tell us why they are the biggest club here today. They are free to employ any reasoning they wish. However, it's not about medals on the table. This is an exercise in winning hearts and minds the Middlesex Commonwealth, you are going first, and your 30 seconds starts now. Well, this is a very tricky one, actually, because the Middlesex Commonwealth isn't just one football team, it's, it's all the teams that play in Middlesex. The ones you would have heard of are Brentford, you'd have heard of them, Ryslip, you'd, you, you'd have heard of Brentford, you try and put them out of the equation because they tend to lower the aggregate of how good <laughs> any of them are. It's very difficult to bet against uh, Aberdeen, because I'm a huge fan of Aberdeen, because if nothing else, they invented the dugout. But the great thing is, if I had to have one thing, I would say this. Where are Real Madrid choosing to hold their summer camp for the fourth year running, where they bring all the young players from that country and pick the stars that they think will, will, will glory and, and grace the Real Madrid shirt? Well, once again, they're spending it in Middlesex. Oh, thank God, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you can say somewhere else and ruin your whole argument. It wasn't going to be Aberdeen, was it? <laughs> Lovely argument. Thank you, Bob, for that. So, Aberdeen, Ali Ross, please tell us why you are the biggest club. Middlesex? Is he having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Very early on in my career, I had to go and interview Nassim Hamid, the, the boxer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he turned up at the hotel and he shadow boxed his way in. And he stopped in his tracks and looked at me and then turned to his man and said, You brought me here for this? Oh. <laughs> this? Oh. Well, I know how he feels at the moment. Middlesex. Wembley is in Middlesex. That is an Ali G sketch. It's not a football club. <laughs> it's the end of the Piccadilly line. <laughs> the best thing about it is it's a holiday resort for kids playing football. Uh, the dugout, two European trophies, and we knackered Rangers for a generation, yes. for which we deserve the whole world's thanks. There we are, and that's the end of that round. Tough to argue with. It's I very tough, I would have added, by the way... Past glory, it's all about past glory in Aberdeen. In a recent poll of the greatest players to play from Aberdeen, the fans picked their choice 11. Only two players were players that had played this century. Any... Middlesex all time 11. <laughs> <laughs> any, any Europe... Middlesex is a cricket club, isn't it? Is a, is a... Where, where is it? <laughs> it's, it's well... Ah, well, that's also, the great joy of Middlesex. You mentioned Wembley, and Wembley is an absolutely awful to get in and out of, mm. isn't it? It's a real nightmare. You mentioned that. It's because that's when people are in. They don't want to get out. Yeah, why would They're you? In Middlesex. Why would you? It's the home of British football. Yes. Ali, I'm going to give you two goals and Bob one goal. Mm. So that makes it Aberdeen two, Middlesex Commonwealth one. Everyone gave eight out of ten and you couldn't ask for more than that. Well, what about ten out of ten? From TalkSport, this is Glory Hunters, the podcast. Time now to incur the wrath of the sporting gods as we enter the round known as... Sporting Heretics. I'm going to invite each member of the panel to share an idea or opinion they believe will change sport for the better. 
This may well put them at odds with the establishment who insist upon upholding our sporting traditions, but here they count for nothing. Previous suggestions have included abolishing half-time, a transfer window for fans, and quite literally, moving the goalposts. Now, for those who are easily offended, we're entering a hard-hat area where nothing is sacred and lightning may strike at any moment. Natalie, I'm going to start with you, mm. and you think throw-ins have had their day. I do, and I have to say that Arsene Wenger, Gary Lineker, they back me on this one as well. Uh, it's antiquated, it's so out of date, isn't it? And let's not forget, football is about kicking a ball. It's not about handling a ball, and that mm. exactly is what a throw-in is all about. It slows the pace right down as well. Now, I'm not saying that if the ball goes out of play that we don't do anything about it, because obviously we do have to do something about it. What we do is we have a kick-in. Wouldn't that be more fun, though, a kick-in? And, you know, you could have the goalkeeper doing a kick-in, for example. It would make the game more attacking. There's more of a chance, maybe, of a goal coming off the back of it if you can really launch one in with your kick. Um, Obviously, there will be a lot of people that are against this, I understand, but they're the people that don't like to see football evolve. Uh, let's not forget, we only had two referees. Red and yellow cards are a, a more recent introduction, let's say back in the 70s. VAR, come on, mm. is changing the game as we know it. So this is not going to disrupt the game in any way. It's going to play to the strengths of every team because everyone who plays, in, plays football knows how to kick a ball. So... The throw-in in my books has had its day. We should have a kick-in. Well, I think handling the ball is the... Is, I don't think you've gone far enough, oh, okay. Natalie. I, I don't oh, think... Uh, have you got any reply well, at I, all? So, if I can just ask you one question. It, it, uh, to me, it's the stumbling block. Oh. Rather than throwing the ball in, you, you kick it. Mm. Now, you, you said it was going to be called a kick-in. I don't like wow. kicking. What, what, what could order. you call it? Um, could you call it like a, a, a free... Free kick? <laughs> could it be perhaps something like that? Or challenge kick. Two words for you, Sawyer. Rory the lap. You want to deprive that man's Dave, children Dave of Challender. food on their table. Dave Challender. Dave Challender. Andy Legg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll tell you a cracker. Uh, Carl Muggleton, the goalkeeper, his son plays in our division. Yeah. And his dad's obviously taught him the art of the... Because there is nothing more beautiful than a low, straight... Beautiful, a really hard, hard straight one. Yeah, yeah. lovely. From Harry Muggleton. Groves, who we've mentioned in this show today, was a superb... Yeah, and you want to take their livelihoods away. Zero points, Natalie. Yes. Mark, Correct. I've got it written here. Number one, number one anthems. <laughs> yeah, uh, so my idea is that I think most of us agree that national anthems before international games, well, they're OK, but our one in England are pretty boring, isn't it? It's a pretty boring anthem. It's monotone. It's, I'm not a fan of it. So what I'd suggest is let's level the playing field. Instead of national anthems, we have before each international game the number one that is currently in the charts okay. of that country. I think it's a nice idea. It mixes it up week to week. Okay. But also, it goes further than that, Charlie. Because consider we're playing Germany, mm. for example. Yeah. And we're quite intimidated by Where the Germans. Where are we? How far away? Um, we are away. Okay. And we are quite intimidated. They're a good side. Yeah. They've got a good record against us. But yeah. they've started the game to the sound of David Hasselhoff. Yes, oh, exactly. We're yeah. no longer worried <laughs> yeah. because we've got Bieber on our side as yeah. well. We're going in all guns blazing. Yeah. The fans are having a good time on their feet before the game's begun. I can't see any downsides to this, and I think it you deserves at least five You cannot goals. be frightened of any country where the Kelly family have had three number ones in the last five years. <laughs> Which family? <laughs> the Kelly family. Which? Who's the Kelly family? Oh, Kelly. Uh, how old are you? In, Nine? In, in, in Germany, yes, the Kelly family huge in Germany. Had, what what songs have they had in... <laughs> oh, um... I'm in love with an alien. I'm in love with her eyes. I'm in love with an alien. I can tell you it's my surprise. Okay. Was that? Now tell me the song. 
lovely you can feel them. You can they're, they're, you go on and look them up. They're a sensational. The uh, Kelly family. The Kelly, yeah. Are your kids not winding you up and saying this? No, they're, they're, they're a band of, of, of roaming. They were they're originally children. <laughs> a band okay. Uh, we roamed around in a bus, we and their father was, was, was like the head of the family, and, and he, they sang. Now they're much, much older. This is 30 years ago. <laughs> but even now, they're in their like, 40s and, and 50s. Well, I believe they're Catalonian originally, okay. but yeah. they're mainly Irish. They live in Ireland Is now. Is any of this real? Yes. Real. I feel like it's the European Osmonds. Very nice, out. yes. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. But, do you think the Osmonds could pull off, I'm in love with the Nadies, <laughs> I'm like in love with the Rays. I like the detail that they uh, oh, were originally children. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, do you think there'd be any room as well for a Eurovision Song Contest mashup? Absolutely, and I'm also not opposed to the captain singing the song. Look, this, this is a starting point, and yeah. we can absolutely build on it. Uh, I'm just saying yeah. that it's a great idea. I, mean, and it I think it's a, a really terrible idea Thank and would you. not work in any, any way yes. at all. I think it would go against all traditions of the sport completely, which is what I'm meant to be scoring you on. So yes. three goals, which is the max here, Mark. Fantastic. Three goals, Thank congratulations. You. Ali Ross, you mm. think there should be a black card? Yeah, sending's off. Everyone loves them, but they've lost their luster. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Straight red. Mm. I mean, it's still just a red card, so you go one louder, black. <laughs> Not just that, two guys have to come on, we can get Blue Peter to design the uniforms. Yeah. So they're escorted from the field with a blanket over their head, <laughs> like they're a criminal. Oh yeah, lovely. Very notorious criminal. <laughs> it doesn't end there, they have to spend the night at the ground. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Cleaning cell. it, perhaps. Oh, I'd clean it. Sorry, it's your idea, sorry. <laughs> Just to clean it. She's Fantastic. There, yeah. Natalie's been sent off. Terrible foul. She has to spend the night in a <laughs> holding it. cell. And the club, the host club, can play whatever they like into it. Oh. oh so lovely. let's just say, for instance, Alfredo Morelis has been sent off at Pataudry. He has to spend the night getting played the 1989 Skull Cup final oh, on repeat. Yeah. He's released at 10 o'clock the next morning. So the Sunday for Monday guys in the papers have all got something, Alfredo's shame, yeah. he's coming out of the cells, he's bleary-eyed. Yeah. You know what you've done there, Ali? You've overgilded the lily. <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. I take, can I just say something? I've seen the green card I want, I want to earn three points, because Natalie comes up with something brilliant. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, the green card, uh, for those of you, uh, seriously, in the Conifer Cup, which is the World Cup for unaligned countries, so all those countries that aren't accepted and cannot be part of FIFA because the big boy, like Catalonia, for okay, instance, yeah, right? yeah. they won't allow them to be in there. Oh, their own competition. Yorkshire's in it, aren't they? It's called Yorkshire, Yorkshire are in it. Yes. Sealander yeah. in that. Yes, yeah, Sealander in it. The Island Manor in Sealand. it. Sealand. It's that not like, actually is that lying. Like sea life. It's, um, it's like an oil rig off the coast of yes. Essex. Oh, okay. Sealander in it. Also, uh, really so much. Cascadia. They call themselves an independent country in the, in the forest between America and Canada. It's where the old draft dodgers go, and then they settle there. And they go. Cornwall probably try and be in it, they. Kerno are in it. Cos Kerno are in it. I think Kerno yeah. reached the semi-final. But anyway, they have in that competition something <laughs> didn't called in. didn't qualify. Something called the green card, and what that is is this: a yellow card is a yellow card, and a red card is a red card. Yeah. If in the last 20 minutes of the game, the referee is seeing a player who, through tiredness or just inability, is going to get sent <laughs> off. And it, one thing he knows is that they're playing the best 11 they've got, and normally only five or six of them are that good. So what they've got on the bench isn't very good. He can give the player a green card, which says to the manager, you need to take him off. 
Otherwise, I'm going to have to send him out. Oh, it's a, good, it's a, a great warning. idea. It's yeah. a nice little warning. Yeah. Yeah. It should make him wear it. Mm. He's completely crushed my idea with this. No, I like I, the thing about your idea, Ali, was I like it, but I, I don't think there's anything that can match the drama of just a straight red. Yeah. Oh, no, but what if the black is dished out, like you say, that yeah. card, and then you have Shane, 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 Which is why I gilded the lily with the blanket, the attendant, the security yeah. guard. You see, that, to me, that was the high point of it, because to me, the, th the one thing that is missing from so the It's not even a sending off, it, it's an escorting off. Yeah, when Halsey comes up to you, when Halsey comes up to you and puts the red card in your face, you should be entitled on the law and say, OK, you take me off. I really like, I almost like it too much, but I'm going to give you two oh, goals, two, generous. Two, two goals, because generous. I just love the straight red. I can't get past it. I can't uh -huh. get past it. And finally, it's Bob. called progress, Charlie. Ah, OK, OK, <laughs> I'll go with it. I'll go with it. But Bob, replay, no way, it says here. Well, here's the thing. A lot of managers, but I'm going to focus on Jurgen Klopp because it's funnier if you ever go to uh, German, <laughs> are complaining. And this is what their complaint is, if I can lay their complaint on the table. I was earning about 70 or 80 Deutschmarks uh, a week managing in Germany. And suddenly I got an offer to earn apes, peacocks and even unto half your kingdom to come and manage a club in England, which I've done. However, having arrived here, I'm not happy with what I find. No. Therefore, I want you to change it because it doesn't suit me. Mm. Okay. So what that is, what he's actually said in German is, oh, I don't like it. Make it better for me. Why <laughs> <laughs> my player is tired. Right. So I would like to make it easier to Jurgen and Pep and all these uh, managers that have come over here. And by the way, Dean Smith, although I love you because you used to oh. Captain Orient, I've heard you ratting on about it as well. Oh. So all these managers who don't think that their players should be tired, here's the rule. From the FA Cup, from next season, if you're drawn against a team from a lower league, they get to play at home and you play them for 90 minutes. And if after 90 minutes you haven't beaten them, you're out of the FA Cup. Oh, lovely. Bob. End of. Bob, it's better. Do you, do you accept that as the rule? Yeah. Because at the moment... Before the, you start, that the is the rule. In the FA Trophy, they You go, don't want to replay. You don't have to have one. Beat them. Otherwise, you're out. Brilliant. In the FA Trophy, they have to... Before the game, the the them have to agree to but that's no, a better that rule, rule, Bob, because yeah. there's jeopardy. Yes, exactly. It's brilliant. I'm going to give you three goals, Bob, because I liked it so much. Sorry, you like mine? Sorry. Mine got zero. Oh, sorry. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jim White. Who am I? Time now for Back in the Day where we travel back to a landmark moment in both teams' history. Mark and Bob, seeing as you're representing the entire county of Middlesex, we felt we had to focus upon just one team for the purposes of this round, one that scaled the footballing heights and tasted success. But who could that be? Could that be Wealdstone FC, Harrow, Hendon? Who could it be? We need a moment that all Middle Saxons could be proud of. So we're going back. To 1967, when Brentford won the London Challenge Cup. We all remember it. A 2-1 victory against Fulham saw Brentford crowned champions of this competition for the third time before it was disbanded in the mid-70s. But we are going to go back to 1967 and ask you, how much do you remember of that year? Here we go. Question one. Aside from Brentford winning the London Challenge Cup... 1967 also saw Man United win the league and Spurs win the FA Cup. But who was the first division's highest goal scorer? Was it? This is Gilveen. Greaves hanging back, going to hit it. Oh, what a goal! What a goal by Jimmy Greaves! Jimmy Greaves or... Terence Greenman. Played there for long and with the five. Number five by Dennis Law. Was it Dennis Law or perhaps... Good cross to Davis. 1-1. Ron Davis. Ron Davis of Southampton. Now Who then. do you think it was? Greaves, Law or Davis? Very I think the, the red herring they're throwing here is Ron Davis. Ron Davis was a prolific goal scorer. He played for Southampton. Uh, he's the one I'd choose because I don't know him as well as the other two. And a, I think he's he, only he in there for that very, And he was, a, he was a proper centre forward. But there again, Jimmy Greaves and Dennis Law were both what we used to call babby liners, goal grabbers. But didn't Greaves, was he injured for 66? Yes, he was in the season after, yes, so maybe exactly. he's not going to be. So maybe he wasn't a full mm. pelt. Just because I well don't know. Well worked out. Yeah. Mm. I'm and, going and on. Also, I'm going, I'd say Ron uh, Davis. You know, you know, yeah, let, let's, let's go. Let's go with, Ron Davis. Because I'll tell you why. Because United shared the goals around Law Charlton, Best Kid, you know, That's Aston. That's true. They didn't have so one, one top guy. Yeah. We're, yeah. Ron Davis. He would have scored all Southampton's goals, so we'll say Ron Davis. You think it was Ron Davis? It was Ron Davis. Yes. Very, very good. Well done. One goal to you. Question two. As mentioned, Man United won the league for the seventh time in their history. But what was particularly significant about this league title? Was it A, it was to be their last for 26 years? B, they were crowned champions after beating Man City? Or C, it was the highest points tally of any league winner since the war? Well, that would mean they didn't so win until 93. Would that 93, mean that, is that yeah. right? Well, that's when they won it. That's the first Premier League, wasn't it? Well, 67, so right, see, Liverpool were about to take over. Uh, Liverpool and Everton had a, had a good run yeah, as well. Yeah, Liverpool so. had a good run. Arsenal won, won leagues. Hey, is, that, is that the right maths? 
it was 27 years, you said, Charlie? 67, 77, 86 years from... 93, yeah. Yeah, I... The, the maths work on that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll say that, that it was their, their last one. That might be a red herring. OK, well, let's just go for that. Are you going to go for A? It was A. They won a, it next yeah. in 1993. Full off so far, excellent. Question three. 1967 was also the year of this. You know, there's a new awareness sweeping the world these days. Call it peace, call it love, call it flower power. Please welcome Spinal Tap. Flower people, don't you cry. It's not too late. No. <laughs> That's right. It was the summer of love. But whilst temperatures soared, what was the biggest selling single of the year? Was it A? Let me take you down Cos I'm going to Strawberry Fields That was the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever. Or was it B? Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze, or perhaps... Please release me, let me go. What I liked then was N N Natalie sat just silent through the Beatles. <laughs> sat silent through the great Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Engelbert came on. Doosh, she was on. Her lips are warm while oh. yours are cold. Oh, oh dear, goodness me. Oh, I would say... Keep uh, it light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not uh, Jimi Hendrix, because he, it wasn't 67 that he was... To live all would be a sin. We can't. Release me. Never interrupt me in the middle um, of Engelbert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the Christian Eriksen song, of course. Uh, um, love it. Why? Release me. Uh, no, no. It's very good. It's very good. Okay. We, we, uh, I think the fact that we're all singing it. Yeah, I, I would go, well. I'm trying to think because I was 10. Uh, and I certainly wasn't 10 when uh, the, the Hendrix got big. So I'll, I'll, I'll say Engelbert. Yeah, yeah. Going to go Engelbert, Humperdinck? Let's yeah. find out. Please release me, let me go. Lovely. Let me explain to Mark, because I'm okay, go Mark ahead, Bob, yeah. to listen to I don't know what sort of music this is. What this song was, was a man saying to a woman, <laughs> it's ain't working out, Ains, seriously. Mm. I've met somebody else. Now, I'm going to tell you all the ways in which she's better than you are. <laughs> a long list. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to give you the choice then. <laughs> Will you let me go or not? It's up to you. If you listen, if you don't, if you want to say stay, I'll stay. But our lips are warm, yours are cold. <laughs> I've got a whole list of things. She was much better than you. Now, you tell me, babe. The choice I'll is stay. yours. <laughs> there we are. Beautiful. Now I'm going to give you an extra point for the brilliant... Uh, takedown of Please Release Me as well. So, you, uh, at the end of that round, you scored four goals. Yes. Four goals. Now, Natalie and Ali, we're going to go back to 1990 and this. Brian Irvin has the task of winning the cup for Aberdeen. Aberdeen are one. It's Brian Irvin who wins the cup in the end for Aberdeen. Brian Irving's winning penalty saw Aberdeen lift the Scottish Cup after the final against Celtic remained goalless and went to a shootout. But what else do you remember of that year, 1990? Here we go, question one. 1990 was, of course, the year of this. Here we are. 
Scotland launched their World Cup campaign with the single Say It With Pride. Unfortunately, after losing to Brazil and Costa Rica in the group stages, Scotland's pride took a bit of a battering. But where, I wonder, did the single get in the charts? Was it A, number 35, B, number 40, C, number 45? I don't remember. Did was, you, you? Do you it remember was. it? Did you think this is catchy? I, I was at that Costa Rica game. Were you? Yeah. Every picture of that goal has got my flag in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it? it was a line rampant with Aberdeen FC. Oh. Aberdeen. Lovely. Really lovely. Lovely. Oh. Lovingly yeah. crafted. Did you make it? Uh, well, I bought the flag outside Hamden okay. with a view to going to the World Cup. And I thought, I'll just go to the one game. I've got the one we're going to win. You, you, Costa Rica. you travel oh. with Scotland everywhere. Don't you? Oh, man, you are yeah. tartan army through and through, aren't you? You Abby? better believe it, yeah. yeah. Are I've, you? Yeah. So you do it oh. Was this, it. Was this the open top bus to the airport? No, that was, was 78. That was 78. <laughs> you had to pay 50p to get into Hamden to wave off the winners. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't think it through. <laughs> Ab Aberdeen released a song when they won the European Cup Winners Cup. We won. are the Dons from Aberdeen. <laughs> Called the Europe song. And we're the finest you've ever seen. Oh, beautiful. And we're going to do it for you. Who wrote it? Alex Ferguson? Sir Alex? Uh, Lennon and McCartney. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have your answer. Um, 35, I, 40 I or 45? I've never heard this song before, Ali. I, I don't I'm... think it made the top 40. No. I know all the other songs. Yeah, so what's your answer? Do. 45. You're going to 45? It was 45. Well oh. done. Question two. Which Scotland football legend announced their retirement from the game in 1990? Was it A? Douglas. Oh, that's nice! That's lovely! Was Kenny Douglish or B? Nicholas takes it and scores! That was Charlie Nicholas or perhaps... In for Sunis. Graham Souness, which Scotland football legend announced their retirement from the game in 1990? Dalglish, Charlie Nicholas or Graham Souness? Charlie Nicholas, 1990, left Aberdeen to re-sign for Celtic. Oh. Dalglish, he'd already gone. Graham Souness. You're going to say Graham Souness? I am pretty sure of that. The answer is Kenny Dalglish. <sighs> Question three. Speaking of farewells, which TV show came to an end in 1990? Was it A... <laughs> Hill Street Blues, or B? That was Miami Vice, or C? Which TV show came to an end in 1990? Hill Street Blues, Miami Vice, or Dallas? My head's still going after the soon. Oh, no, well... Mm. To get, we Carry must, me I, through this I, one. I, I Ali's desperate to get on I don't Google. think it's Dallas. No, I feel like... No, I don't think it was Dallas. Um, well, let's, <laughs> let's go with Miami Vice. Let's go with Miami Vice. So your answer's Miami Vice? Yeah. Let's find out. <laughs> Congratulations, Crockett and Tubbs. Were in Miami, Miami Vice. That yes, wasn't a nickname yes. I'd given you. That's there. fine. Okay. <laughs> You're lucky. So in that round, Hugh scored two goals, which means the scores are currently Aberdeen 16, Middlesex 12. I'm a firm believer that if we score one goal, the other team have to score two to win. <laughs> this is one of my old friends, great character Howard Wilkinson. Good one, Howard. Listening to Glory Hunters, the podcast from Talk Sport.
Now, here on Glory Hunters, we like to delve a little deeper with our guests, and that's why we do this. Our esteemed panel are about to face the scrutiny of the general public and have absolutely no idea what they'll ask as we play A Question of Sport Time. Can we have our first question, please? Hello, I'd like to ask the panel what they think is the most overrated sport. Natalie will come to you first. Um, for me, it has to be baseball. Oh. Yes. Um... I can't say I get it, and I don't really want to get it either. Um, it's like rounders, yeah. it feels like, okay. but on a professional scale. Mm -hmm. it takes over three hours or something like that. I mean, it doesn't sound pleasant at all. And it's you're vying to win the World Series, and it's not even a world competition. Mm. So I don't really get it. So for me, baseball is overrated. You don't like baseball. Oh. Um, I'm going to give you one goal, Natalie. That's right. uh, Mark. Hello. What's the most overrated sport? Tennis. Next question. Tennis. <gasps> Why tennis? I love tennis. Um, of course you do. Look, there's nothing wrong with tennis per se. Uh, it's fine. I don't trust many sports where the weather can make them walk off the court or pitch mm -hmm. or whatever. So that's already in the negative category for tennis. Mm -hmm. The main problem with it is when you've got an unbelievable game that's gone to five sets and tiebreak, whatever, you've got these two players. Let's say it's Djokovic and Nadal or Fed, whoever it is, two top players, the commentator will always say something like, these two wonderful athletes going at each other like a pair of heavyweight boxers. And I think you shouldn't have to compare the best of your sport mm. to another sport. Because you know what else is like two heavyweight boxers? Boxing. Heavyweight Let's boxing, watch that yeah. instead. Yeah. Okay. You know what's coming, though? <laughs> you know what's coming? They're going to be hoisted by their own petard. Because the most popular sporting event in London for the last three years has been tiebreak tens. It's a brilliant competition. Where they get the ten best players. Oh yeah. They get them in the Albert Hall and they just play tiebreak. Whose team are you on, Bob? We're trying to get points. I'm, goals. I'm, 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 I'm saying that is how bad tennis is. Yeah, yes. It's like football. They all, all people penalties. want penalty shootout. I don't like it when a sport is defined by the food that the people eat there. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. just yeah. pims and, and strawberries. Yeah. That's the same with for baseball, isn't it? Having a having a hot dog. At the baseball, or a pie at the football. Yeah, or a pie right, at the football. Uh, yeah. But baseball, uh, no, at least baseball. You can't say baseball is a word because the best films that have ever been made Correct. about sport have been made about baseball. Yeah. What got made about about uh, tennis? Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah. Which is the worst sporting film no, Woody Allen's ever made. It was one of the same year that it did the match point or something. Oh. But there's something about tennis that is sort of the peak of, of, of human peak of endurance oh. in sport. You know, they've got to play for five hours at times, you know. Well, no, it's a great, no, great game. Have you, no. never seen, you never seen the finals at the snooker? Three days, mate! <laughs> yeah, okay. Stand corrected, and I will give you two goals, Mark. Bob! <sighs> right, here's the thing. If. Tomorrow afternoon. No, no, no. All right. I, I won't be ridiculous. I'll say if in three weeks from now someone said to me, you've got to be in the final of the 100 metres in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. In three weeks, I could go on a crash diet. I could do three hours a day, three or four hours a day, and I could get myself to a point where the 100 metres would go, and they're on their blocks, and they're over the counter, and he's coming over to get that. Ah, no, and he's won, and he's won. Usain Bolt's won again. And Bob Mills is coming out. That's how it would be. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. Marathon running, or indeed anything <laughs> over 5,000 metres. Yeah. The race starts, and within five minutes, you think one of them four is going to win. There is no way 
that you can come from the back and win a Maris trip. Okay, yeah. And so any sport where it's immediately, you don't have to be an expert, you don't have to be a commentator, you don't have to be anyone at all. You say to anyone, can you have a look at this race? Can you just watch it? I know you don't understand it. See that guy there? You can't quite see it. Do you think he's going to win? No. Well, then that's not a sport, hey, no, is away. it? No, okay. I'm... Anything that mixes jogging and professional athleticism. It's a great answer. I can't argue with any of it, Bob, as always. Three goals for you. Ali Ross. The university boat race. Ah, oh, yes. This We've all got a team, haven't we? Oh. No. It's gone thought, Polly. No. The only time anyone ever enjoyed that who didn't go or wasn't taking part was when they sank. Yeah, we love that, haven't it? Yeah. We all love that. Yes. What is the point of it? I think it's elitist, isn't it? Yep. It's, it's all a, that. It's utterly elitist. Who won it last year? I'd have not. I've either Rourke. <laughs> exactly. One of the two. Yeah. There's never any third party. Is it purely it, tradition that we keep it? Yeah. Yes. Like, see, is it, it like the royal family? The same, yeah, the royal family. Yeah. And, and Antiques Roadshow. Well, get, them on, <laughs> get them on it then. Get the royals on the boat. <laughs> the, that's right. It, it gives people like me a look at what life could have been. Mm. I absolutely could have hate another it. Time. I absolutely hate I it. I despise the university boat. I was going to go with cricket. Only six teams in the whole world play that, and we've all got to watch it for days on end. No, this is a shame. There's, there's no one there. Ali, you were, you were cruising. But I'm going with You the were boat cruising race. for three points. I'm going with the boat three, going with You the were boat cruising race, for three Charlie. goals, and then you went in on cricket, which is if you, there's no nicer way to spend the day than watching cricket. That's if, if you get rid of the boat race, then you lose a lot of smaller people in sports who have the position of cocks in the boat race. Yeah, so that team go. over there, they're, what get, they're, they're, get, gonna do they're getting rid of small people in sport yeah. and Roy Delap's family. Yeah, exactly. They can be jockeys. They can, yeah. Yeah, that's Not a problem. I like you don't mind getting rid of Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal? Yeah. No, because they can play in the tie-break then. Name me a oh. cox. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Now, in the dying moments of the game, we move into injury time, where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible. The losing side goes first, which is currently Ali Ross's Aberdeen. Can't believe it. I'm going to list a series of songs written about sport or sports people. All you've got to do is tell me which are true or false. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. You just ask the same questions every week. Your time starts. Now, Snooker Loopy. True. It is true. England 2, Columbia 0. False. It's true. Oh. Monty Palisod did my loft. False. It is false. <laughs> Theme from Sparta FC. True. It is true. Stars of track and field. True. Oh. oh, true. It is true. The Tiddlywink Tango. False. It is false. Give him a ball and a yard of grass. True. It is true. <laughs> Bob Wilson, Anchorman. True. It is true. Take the Skinheads Bowling. False. It's true. The Warnock war cry. True. It's false. When an old cricketer leaves the crease. True. It is true. Lose it like McEnroe. True. Oh, oh. It's false. All I want for Christmas is a Dukla Praga away kit. True. So, yeah. It is true. Half man, half biscuit. The ballad of <laughs> Henman and Rosetsky. False. It's false. Table tennis music. True. true. It is true. Flowers and football tops. True. It true. is true. Our eyes met over table football. You just ask the false. same questions false. every week. It is false, Natalie. Absolutely right. Hey, we did all I right think you did very well in that Not round. Bad. 13 Ooh. goals, which takes you to 40 goals. A good baker's total. A very, it was a baker's mm. dozen, Natalie. Well done. OK. Next up, it's Middlesex. You're currently on 28 
Do it for Russell. Goals. Do it for Russell, Bob. Yeah. So you yeah, need 12 Russell. to draw, a baker's dozen to win. I'm going to list a series of sports people who have competed professionally in two sports. Just tell me which are true or false. When your time is up, you'll hear this sound. I'm Jim White. You understand what we've yeah. got to do? Your time starts now. Ray Parler, football and judo. False. It is false. Victoria Pendleton, cycling and horse racing. True. true. It is true. Roy Jones Jr., boxing and basketball. True. It is true. Lindsay Davenport, tennis and speed skating. False. It is false. Ian Botham, cricket and football. True. It is true. Gary Mason, boxing and rugby league. False. It's true. Jurgen Klopp, football and snowboarding. True. It's false. Manny Pacquiao, boxing and basketball. False. False. It's true. Eddie Howe, football and Ironman tournaments. False. It's false. Don Bradman, cricket and squash. True. True. Sir Jackie Stewart, F1 and shooting. True. True. Neil Ruddock, Football and World of Warcraft. False. True. It's false. <laughs> Vitaly Klitschko, Boxing and Kitboxing. True. It's true. Ian Bolter, Golf and Badminton. False. True. It's false. <laughs> Adam Hollyoak, Cricket and MMA. False. It's true. Fred Perry, Tennis and Table Tennis. True. It's I'm true. Jim White. He got no. ten. Oh, no. <laughs> My beloved little sex. So at the end of that round, you scored 10 goals, which is not quite enough, which means the final scores are Middlesex 38, but Aberdeen win it with 40. No no applause or anything, just a boo for losers. Furious. You've let Russell Grant down. How do you feel about it? Horrible. Feels sick. We've let him down. You've let him down. I'm so sorry. Typical Sagittarian, he'll say. Aberdeen lost it, won it, lost it again, won it again, Ali. Very proud. Very proud moment. Very proud moment. <laughs> Delighted with yourself, which means you to the next round. Getting close to the final round. To our winners, we say... I love football, Stan! I love it! <laughs> and for the losers... Don't be a plonker all your life, Rodney. My thanks to Natalie, Bob, Ali and Mark. Until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye. A fabulous win, Ali and Natalie. Thought you'd lost it at one point, oh, but you came yes. back. Yes, I, I felt like it was... It was going against us. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel, Mark, after losing? Bob? Do you want an honest answer? Yeah. Physically ill. Physically yeah. ill. Yeah. I'm just worried at the moment because um, <laughs> I've just spoken to someone who wants me to go and cover a football match, and they want me to cover a football match in the Middlesex League. Okay. And I would rather go to watch Aberdeen play, but they're saying, no, you'd be better off. It's, it's a better area. So I've told him, and if I find out, <laughs> If Tanner Dice is half as nice as Hendon that you send me to, come on. If Tanner Dice was half as nice as Hendon that you send me to, who needs Tanner Dice? I'd rather have you. Oh, come on. We're come on, your Amen Corner. What's the matter with you people? <laughs> I'm still thinking, well, technically, Dundee United aren't in the same league, so, yeah. There was so much. Sorry, there was so Is Tanner Dice a true story? Yeah. Absolutely true. Oh, I want Tanner Dice to be a true yeah, story. Absolutely. It is. 100% true. Martin Lewis. That's who T- it was. Yeah. T- tell me the Tanner Dice story. Oh. Late score coming in from the Scottish Premier League <laughs> from Tenedice. Oh, oh that beautiful. Is yes. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Now, that is my greatest sporting moment of all time, which I didn't mention in... 
the actual Glory Hunters this week, but we asked on Twitter for your greatest sporting moments, and we've had a few answers. Del Strain got in touch, and he said, Scotland fans taking the Wembley goalposts. Were you there for that, Ali? You're a big Tartan army. Not quite old enough. No. England one, Scotland two. Nick, you're pitching your goalpost too. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Danny King, he got in touch and he said, hard to choose between the Ashes in 2005 and Leicester winning the league in 2016. Both good both good things, weren't they, Bob? Yeah, but Leicester far, far superior to the Ashes. You win the Ashes yeah. every few years or you don't, but Leicester winning the league was... Mm. Well, the Ashes is what one of two teams is going to win it. Yes, exactly, oh. yeah. I would think, yeah, coming top of the Premier League of 20, you know, first-class professional teams and beating Australia three times out of five. And, and Natalie, it says it. Dan got in touch. I don't know which Dan it is. Didn't give his surname. He said Gazza's volley in Euro 96. 96. Oh, we've talked about Gazza before. On Where did show. you watch Euro 96, Natalie? Oh, I must have watched it at home. I was quite... I was... You weren't in the Granary Bar in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> did you not go to the matches? No, I was too... I, was, I went I was to all the England matches for free. I was given tickets. Oh, all right. Because, and this is the, the only time this ever happened to me, I gave my name and signature to a book. The Bluffers Guide, Coca-Cola, The Bluffers Guide oh. to the Euros, and they just took my photo and I signed my signature and I got free tickets to all the things. Oh, Imagine having that. a career like that. What, what a career kind of that is. Happened. More like that from Bob Mills. Next time he's on Glory Hunters. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Do rate and subscribe and review and we'll see you next week. I am the special one.